On this week's episode of Down the Wire, we have to talk the excellent baseball race of Pujols and Judge. The free agents in the MLB, we got to hit up all of everything that happened last week in week two of the NFL. My God, let's talk about some top fives and power bottoms. And then, speaking of power bottoms, some horny basketball talk. All this and more coming at you down the wire. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Yeah, sports podcast down the wire. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Yeah, sports podcast down the wire. Down the wire. Yeah, down the wire. Yeah, Tom and Dave Burks. Yeah, down the wire. Yeah, down the wire. Yeah, down the wire. Yeah, Tom and Dave Burks. Yeah, episode number eighty-five. Down the wire. What is up, Dave? How you doing? I haven't seen you in a couple days here. I've been out on business, and uh, I'm back. I'm back in town. Look at you. I know. It's just so much business. So much all the time. Yeah. I've been driving like a fucking madman, dude. Okay? I Welcome think to I, my life. I've put on 1,300 miles since I went to the Packer game. And how many pounds? Oof. All right. Relax. 13 pounds? No. No, I have not, actually. <laughs> I'm still like well 1. under. 1.3 pounds? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. I'm still well under my high school weight, so I'm pretty happy with that, well, actually. You, yeah. Uh, I have a gift for you, Dave. <gasps> I have a gift for you. You know, it's not about what you know, Dave. What is it about? What you need? No, it's about who you know. Oh, God oh, damn it. You don't okay. know anyone. Well, anyway. I mean, that's not true. I have some setup stuff to add to our decor whatnot go ahead i got a couple of replica items here palermo's wait just wait not just one of them (laughs) but the other complete collection okay the ring collection of go ahead just open it up can i can i like look man it's a fucking time. These are Milwaukee Buck replica rings that they were giveaway items, I believe. God, it's so loud. It is. And uh, my job actually was a sponsorship of him with it. And so look at how cool those are. They're pretty crisp. That's pretty smooth, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and, dig that. And like I said, like maybe the best gift I've ever gotten you. <laughs> right? Yes. I mean, that's pretty good. You are we correct. Can, we can put that one right there. Yeah, I do like uh I do like so it's the uh twenty twenty one ring along with the nineteen seventy one ring as well. Yeah. And uh, the twenty twenty one ring God, all, it's so fucking loud. It's all blinged out the twenty twenty one one, but the seventy one one it's like old school. It's yeah. Like a class ring. Yeah, I mean again they're replicas. Right. I it's, dig it. They're so ti- this one's so much tinier, but yeah. that's kinda representative of the 70 look even has the etching on the side kind of i think those are cool man those are nice yeah nice little additions here we'll uh move this back a little bit oh yeah and then we can i should probably turn this fucking thing on it doesn't matter it it does matter we don't we don't look at it fucking matters we don't look at it anyway dude that's not true i look at that shit all the time welcome to down the wire where we talk professional sports in unprofessional ways my name is tom it's my brother so Dave. Shit. 
Hey, we got a new garbage can too. Come on. I, yeah, yeah. I found a sick ass brewer's garbage can. Real <laughs> tiny. It's perfect. Uh, to go along with that, I, I know I don't have it here, but I also found like a 1970s Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile Bank. Mm. That's pretty fucking rad, dude. Okay, okay. I can get behind that. Yeah, I can get yeah. Behind on yeah. that too. Pretty rad. Should we get into some sports? Dude, speaking of wieners, sports. Um, we have some of the horniest basketball going on in recent times. And which one should we start off with? I'll start it off the with big this. One. It's got to go to the big one. How do you pronounce his first name? Ime Udoka. Ime Udoka is facing a year-long suspension pending for... By the team... By his own team. Yes. For actions that violate their code of conduct stuff due to relations with another employee of the Boston Celtics. Inappropriate relationship is what they have said, but it's consensual, both sides. This is just Ime Udoka and some female employee. Obviously, they have remained nameless right now. Engaging in a relationship. Now, my first thought on this, Dave, is they got caught fucking in the arena, right? Ooh, doing the, like, Robert Pattinson where him and um, uh, Zoe Kravitz were fucking on the Batmobile. I just don't know why they would go to such extreme measures otherwise. Okay. If it, if they walked in holding hands, do you think he's getting suspended for a year? So, like, here's here's the thing. I don't know what the fucking problem is because first of all, I mean, that's some bullshit, especially a year long suspension. I'm thinking this has some deeper roots because they know like Boston knows that they are better with Ime coaching this team. I really, I mean, they were in the finals last year, right? I'm not. Yes. Yes. This is the finals team. In Boston, yeah. Obviously, I stopped watching after the Bucks got bounced, but I really don't understand what else would prompt something like this out of an organization. It, your head coach is practically a superstar on your team because he's very well known, very well respected across the league. He just led you to an Eastern Conference championship. I think he had to be doing some pretty. Uh, when they say inappropriate, that's where I went with it. Like, I think he's caught banging her in the locker room or in the coach's office or something else. Like, it weird. Again, this is all speculation. I know nothing. We don't know the story. But that's where my mind went. That's what I wanted to say. My mind jumped instantly to that. Uh, oh, that was me. Uh, my bad. Um, God, stop going off. <laughs> Um, so like my first thought is that they have to be with, he has to be getting hooking up with someone important. And I don't know whether that means like the ownership's daughter or something like that. Mm. But uh, to me, there's just no good reason. It was a consensual relationship. Right. And that's the crazy part about this whole thing. And that's why I jumped to the crazy stuff because this is a consensual relationship. What? 
what's the problem here? This well, I, I know. Not, so don't they, get me wrong. Like they acted on this very quickly for other issues. They have acted very poorly and slow on for a consensual relation. They leaked it. They leaked it. This is, could have been something that was held under wraps the entirety of, of the year long suspension. They could have made up some bullshit, right? I guess they could have, but what does that solve? It really, I don't know. It says something on the Celtics, I guess. You know, don't, I I understand a little bit the whole dynamic of workplace relationship. Maybe you should notify him, I guess, but the suspension like really just comes out of nowhere. I, I guess what's the alternative? One of them loses a job, but I, I, I'm baffled by the entire scenario because it doesn't make any sense to me why they would act upon it so quick, leak it out, let everyone know he's getting a year-long suspension probably now. It's not final, but it sure looks like that. And there's not even, like, any true infidelity here. Him... uh, Well, okay, so if... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Ime Udoka has been engaged to uh, Nia Long... Uh, for the longest time, uh, since 2015, I believe. She was Lisa on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Um, also, hot. <laughs> Had to put that out there. Good job, E-Man. But him and uh, and Nia were on a break. They have not uh, been together. She has not posted anything about Udoka since the finals. So they have been separated for quite some time at this okay, point. Okay, so now now hear my point of it. I I didn't go to any adultery facts with it, but I'm saying if he gets caught in a public area of the stadium, is the suspension a little bit warranted? <sighs> Coming from a business standpoint, again. Sure, but sure. again, why did And again, it have to a be- year seems crazy no matter what with it. Like it, whatever it comes from. That's the only scenario in which I'm like, okay, you can't be having sex at work. All right. Yeah, and I'm fine. I mean, I'm not fine. I, I just think that a year-long suspension Don't is crazy. Don't get me wrong. We, we, got, we are not done with this story. No, we They're still got not weird, done with it. weird NBA wieners going around. Yeah, Doc Rivers was getting real horny on Twitter, and this is why old people shouldn't have social media because they don't know the Ouch. full extent of it. <laughs> Well, okay, that's not what I wanted to say. But I, I old people, if you're going to use social media, be careful, okay? Just be careful. Yeah, that's true. Doc Rivers, your likes get seen on Twitter, right? Um, he didn't know that and just proceeded to like a bunch of porn this last week. Woo! Tough look. Tough look there. Uh, but it'll be perfect when he's the next look, coach of the Lakers. Even if you are in a relationship, you can look at porn. No, I'm... I'm not I'm not porn shaming. What I'm shaming is that you are showing your porn to everyone. No, you know what? No. Let me show you my porn. I'm good. Let me, let me okay show you the that. type of porn I'm in. I'm all right. Why? You're in? No, not in, but you, you sounded like you were in porn. But you, I, like that I'm into. I oh, think that's fine. I'm we all can right. we can casually talk porn. I would just rather not. G- give me a porn star that you like. Robert Sarver's next Fuck news. You. He's going to sell the team after he engages with some pretty 
ugly, disgusting stuff going on over there. Yeah, we started to talk about him last week a little bit. Just called him a shit bag, and then we moved right along. Um, but now we can say he's a shit bag that's going to sell the team. How much of a hot fucking commodity is this Phoenix Suns team? I yeah, they're gonna be. There's gonna be a lot of buzz around it, and probably Bezos. Right, we're gonna get him in on this. Ooh, is he might uh, he might jump in on that? Oh uh, yeah, he's like near the top. Ah, uh, but I don't know about that. Hear me out. He owns the Washington Post. But hear me out. And Amazon. Why can he own the Suns? No way. Because he might want to get streaming rights with the NBA to Amazon Prime. Oof. Right? Jeez. And if that happens, he cannot what be a team owner. Alpha move with the streaming rights. So wait, he can't buy an NFL franchise? No. That's said out loud, or we just assume that? I would assume that. And that's where I'm coming from with it, too. I would assume that. But now I'm thinking if anyone's going to be able to, they'll let Jeff Bezos. Yeah, yeah no way. The 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 owners will riot. They will riot. Hope. Maybe if he got a minority stake or something like that, but he cannot be the, the primary owner. There's just no chance at hell. Well, we got a lot of news in basketball and a lot more to follow up with with all of these preseason starts October 2nd. I'm so excited for Bucks basketball, man. Let's go. So hype. The, the championship run begins in October. Okay. And speaking of October, the sport that pretty much has a monopoly on the month baseball, I would say they are heating up and the brewers are cooling down. I am completely in. They're not eliminated. Don't get me wrong, but I full believe they are. Right now, no shots. Not buying any stock in them. Well, well, look, they just won the series with uh, uh, the Yankees. But not against the Mets. Did they split the series with the Mets? I think they lost two and won one. So they went three and three versus the New York teams. Okay. Which I guess sounds good, but that's not going to get you the playoffs. We are pretty behind. Yeah, I don't don't know. no game 163 this year. It's all tiebreaker shit. So we're practically another game behind. Yeah, I don't know exactly uh, what the standing uh, stuff looks like. but yeah. Well, right now we're behind the Phillies and the Padres. And I sure think they're going to be unable to catch them. But we have a lot of important stuff going on in baseball that doesn't revolve around the Brewers. No. We have some crazy home run talk to talk about in baseball. Yeah, we're about to witness history with two separate play- players, one of the past and one of the future. I mean, like this is this is kind of unprecedented the amount of history that's going to be made potentially by the end of the season. Yeah, a lot of opportunities. We have those two players being Albert Pujols Hometown kid, not really hometown, but back home. Shooting for 700 home runs. Would just be the fourth player to ever do it. He's fourth on the list now past A-Rod a couple home runs ago. And then, of course, Aaron Judge now has 60 home runs in the MLB. Goddamn! As recording this. Uh, they, do, they are in the bottom of the fifth right now of their game versus Boston. So maybe we can update throughout this. If Aaron Judge does hit 61 during this podcast. Gladly. But both of them still two home runs away from their number right now. 
Okay. Um, I don't know what the rest of their series look like. I know that right now uh, the Yankees are with uh, the Red Sox. I mean, obviously that's like one more game. I mean, Red Sox are kind of ass. So if there's ever a time to do it, do it now. Um, well, you know, the big storyline is they think he's going to hit this home run on Apple TV. Well, they are lobbying for or, uh, to, to be on Apple TV. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. How much do you think that home run ball goes for to the fan that gets it? 62 is worth more than 61. Yeah. And, I mean, that's a million-dollar baseball? Ooh. I would think it's probably more than that. It's got to be a million dollar. Baseball. I would think it's probably, but he's got to give it back to judge. Oh yeah. That's what I'm saying. If he gives it back to judge, would you give it back? I mean, I be- you could sell it a for a million. Fucking, I, no, you could sell it for way more, <sighs> especially immediately. That's a, that's a $5 million ball. Maybe, maybe it's, it's fucking history. It's fucking history. Stuff that should never be completed. So do you think Albert Pujols' 700th home run is a bigger deal or Aaron Judge's 62nd is a bigger deal? I'm going to say that Aaron Judge's 62nd is bigger. The legend that is Roger Maris with 62 has withstood the test of time for how many years? A long ass time. Yeah, I, I don't know when Roger Maris. Sorry if if everyone wants to call me a you know fucking noob, but um, like, wow, that is that is a ridiculously long um, accomplishment. Well, the thing that I find more, maybe even more impressive for Judge during this whole thing is he's got twenty homers on the next guy. That was in 1961. I was going to say 61, but I didn't want to sound like an idiot. Damn. I, oh, yeah. I, I had it in the 60s. Because of 61 but, and 61. I think I remembered it like that, and I just didn't say it. I, now I feel stupid. But, but, but yeah, like that, that's, that's a ridiculously long time. Yes, it is. And he's also on Triple Crown Watch with the whole thing, too. Which is, which is now secondary to it all. And... His OPS is 1126. Holy fuck. That's fucking gross, dude. That's insane. 422 on base percentage with a 704 slugging right now. I mean, and, all he does is hit homers, it feels like. And on top of that, like, uh, you know, slightly adjacent, Paul Goldschmidt's doing the same thing. Oh, not the I same said thing. This. Yeah, you did. You brought it up last week. Paul Goldschmidt is doing the fucking same thing in the NL, and no one is talking about it. Because of his teammate Pujols. Yes. I'll lobby a little bit for Pujols hitting 700. I don't know if Aaron Judge is going to hit 700 home runs in his career. True. He maybe. I mean, he great. Aaron Judge is the greatest story of bet on their self ever. I think yeah. that's fair to say. Yeah. Any sport, any athlete ever bet on themselves, Aaron Judge has the title. Man, if he is... hits the home run record the year the that has stood for sixty one years, at, at, what? That's obviously the storyline. I get that. And he bet on himself. He's gonna make forty five million dollars a year now because he bet on himself. Maybe 40. I don't know how big it's going to be. It's going to be the biggest contract in baseball. 
That's what I'll guess. Easy. And then Pujols, 700, man. I wish he came back one more year and passed Babe Ruth because that would probably be a bigger storyline in the long run. I don't think that's going to happen. But I do think it's exciting to think about maybe too. What if he just came back? If Pujols just alpha this whole thing and was like, I'm going for 16 more homers. He could, he could do, do it. it. He could yeah, do that. I believe it. He needs six. If he yeah. gets if he gets to 700, he, 715 is Babe Ruth. I think he's got to get to like 701, and then he starts to sniff it. Right. If, if, he, if he wraps up at 700, there's no way. No, then you might as well just stay. It's such a clean number. Dude. Right. It's such a fucking clean number. To be called Mr. Number. 700. Yeah, exactly. But 701, now it's like... Now it feels uneven. On top of that, what if if he doesn't get there, why wouldn't he come back next year and just retire after well, he, he hits? He 100% has to. Yeah, he's got to get to 700. Yeah, yeah. After. He's so close, and he, we're never going to see it again, maybe, if he doesn't get there. But I, I would tend to agree that Aaron Judge hitting 62 is a big-ass deal. Oh, I'm a dumbass. I scratched myself with my pen, not knowing that the... the tip was out look it drew all over my fucking shirt this crisp ass flannel god damn it goldschmidt's probably not gonna triple crown schwarber's got five homers on him now but aaron judge very much could very much could and he just switched over to center field casually like he's now the most important defensive position maybe on the field could lobby for catcher or shortstop go ahead but center field's a pretty damn important position, and he covers ground just like anyone else would back there, and he's 6'8", 280. Doing and it. the Brewers had Johnny Davis at one point. Oh, Jonathan God. Davis. Uh, speaking of uh, Aaron Judge, though, and his free agency, we have a fun little bounce-off article uh, written by Joel Reuter of Bleach Report. We're not really going to talk about Joel at all, because who gives a shit? But... He brought off, uh, brought up some MLB free agents and their event. What we're going to predict is their next landing spot for 2022-2023. Yeah, I think this is going to be really fun. And I can almost guarantee you Aaron Judge is going to be dead last on this list for obvious reasons. Yeah. So let's get right into it. We don't need uh, to really worry about. But... Trey Turner is the first name pitched. Oof. God, I would love Trey Turner on the Brewers. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jeez, I would just love him. I think Trey Turner is a very maybe even underrated baseball player in the MLB a little bit. I think he's so valuable. I think he's just a wizard defensively. He can play shortstop or center field if you want him to. He hits the ball. He's got a little bit of pop now, too. He plays great defense, and that's the reason why they got rid of Corey Seager. They were totally fine with that. I don't think there's a shot he's not a Dodger next year. Although, this saying here, the Cubs getting in on that. And I, if Trey Turner goes to the fucking Cubs, I will boycott. I love that idea of him going to the Cubs. Oh. Not love it as a fan, uh, a fan of the Brewers, but the idea of Trey Turner being wooed by the Cubs just makes complete sense. I think that the Cubs are going to need or feel the need rather 
to make a bunch of free agent splashes this offseason because their team sucks ass. They do. And they want to get back to where they once were. They were perennial World Series contenders. How are they going to do that? It's not going to be off the bat of Nick Madrigal. Hell no. It's going to be with names like Trey Turner, uh, people like uh, like Bogarts, uh, Crea, some some elite talent that the Cubs need to land to make them good. Honestly, you might as well just throw all of these names, not only Trey Turner, but all future names onto the list of potential Cubs. I think a reunion in Washington also... I understand the team is just terrible and awful, but no chance. Would be fun. It would be fun. Washington. I'm getting worst sports city in the U.S. Ooh. Mm. Capitals got them beat. I guess Minnesota's pretty trash too. But move on. There, they can at least win something. Uh, next, really. Rafael Montero. Yeah, and this is going to be a big one. He's been a absolute workhorse in the back half of the bullpen now. Pretty much going wherever's needed for the Houston Astros, which are the best team in the American League right now. This guy, if he plays well in the playoffs, he's going to get a bag, man. He throws it hard. He's got crazy, nasty stuff, too. He's on Pitching Ninja stuff all the time on Twitter, if you ever see that. he's it, Stuff just grossly moves. I don't know what the market is for relief pitchers right now. Josh Hader was the top before. And now, obviously, that spot's completely up for grabs in the MLB, and this guy could benefit from that now. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We might as well just name off every major league money bag. Right. Because that's where this dude's going to go. He's an Atlanta Brave right now. Oh, my God. The Braves would just eat this relief pitcher shit up. You know they would. They always seem to splash it's someone gonna be in the bigger. pen. It's going to be like the Yankees. Dodgers. The Mets. Whoever wants them, dude. Relief yeah. pitcher or White Sox. White Sox get... Honestly, hear, hear me out. How about fucking San Diego? Mm. Josh Hader's been atrocious over there. He's settling it a little down. He's not Josh what, what's Hader. What's ERA? I don't have it in front of me, but I know he's actually not complete dog shit anymore. It's not great. Don't get me wrong, but he settled it a little. Down. I don't think his ERA is 26 anymore is what I think. It is 5.77. Okay. And I think it was 6.26 at a point. All right. All right. That's not that's not as bad as I thought it was going to yeah, be. I thought it was going to really you, be And he bad. had a terrible run. He had a terrible run. He's going to figure it out. Okay? That's what we all expect oh, with Josh no, Hader. Okay. Well, we can't say the same for Juan Soto. No. He's been a little slumped, too. Probably right something now. we should have talked about. But on to the next person. Uh, Japanese league star, Kude Senga. Okay. Well, this is 100% a big market move right here. Um, really? Yeah, I mean, I that, don't think so. The international guys seem to go always to a bigger market, you know, in L.A. Uh, or West in general, too. Seattle gets, you know, international players a lot or New York this, this, or a Florida. Come on. Like, this is big market city all day. OK, OK. Um, I, I don't or know. Or the Cardinals just to fuck with us. So uh, Senga is 29 years old. Does that scare you as a pitcher? 
Yeah, I guess, but at the same time, you understand that with these international guys, they come over at a later time. If Ichiro would have came over when he was 22, he'd be the all-time hit leader. That's just straight up. He came over when I think he was 29 or 28 years old. That happens a lot. I think Hideki Matsui came over pretty late. Shohei Otani was very rare. He came over at 22 and gave up a lot of money to do it. Yeah, what was um? what's the Cubs guy? Suzuki, Seiya Suzuki. I think he's 27 years old. All right, all right, all right. So it, it's a very common occurrence that when you get the international guy, they are a little bit older when you sign them, especially when they're coming from Japan. All right, hear me out. It's going to be L.A., the Angels. Yeah, yeah. Because they're going to want to do everything they can to sweet talk Shohei Otani. Who's gone? He's gone. Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. No way. No way. They can't save Shohei anymore. He's out. But getting a fellow countryman? Maybe. I, I mean, that's a good move. Sure. And offering him a shit ton of money, uh, which I don't think he's going to command a crazy amount. I've heard that Roki Sasaki guy is really nice, too. Yeah, and he's only 20. And he's a pitcher. And then uh, Murakami, I think, is the guy who just broke the home run record out there. Crazy. So they dude. got a These lot Japanese of talent in, Jap- in Japan. A lot, of, a lot of talent, yeah. Dansby Swanson is next. This one is always weird to me because I want to say I love Dansby Swanson. I think they do love him in... Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta, too. I almost yeah. said Arizona for some reason, looking at the A. Uh, thanks for helping me with that one. No problem. He's back to a really good year, but he does seem to be a streaky player at some times. He's great on the defensive side. I think he's going to have a pretty high market, man, but I, I think there's another shortstop on this list eventually. It, correct me if I'm wrong, on your team that's up for a contract, and I don't know which one gets more money. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't Tim Anderson up for a contract? I don't know. Why to don't be you honest. just take a scroll real quick? And if we'll just pretend like we don't see the rest of them. Oh, no, I got uh, it. No, yeah. no, don't worry. I, I can just look it up. Dansby Swanson's great, man. And he was a big part of that World Series push. He was the number one overall pick out of Vanderbilt. Like, you knew this guy was going to be legit. He was a trade, though. I forget if it was the Diamondbacks who traded him. I think that's where he got traded from. Don't quote me on that. I'll look that up by the end of the show, too. Dansby Swanson's going to have a pretty good market, I want to say. But I don't know if he gets more than Tim Anderson. That's that's where I'm at. I, I He's definitely – they're the top two guys on the market for shortstop for sure. Tim Anderson agreed to a six-year contract extension in 2017. So I think that puts him up – at the end of next season. Mm, okay. I don't know, man. That's an extension. We'll see if he comes up later on this list. But I th- could have swore Tim Anderson was up for a contract, too. Maybe he has an opt-out. That's fair. And who wants to play for fucking Tony La Russa, So, hey, Hear me out, too. Another good one. San Francisco Giants. Doesn't mm. that seem like a Dansby Swanson kind of move? Okay. Yeah, I can get behind that. I mean, the Yankees kind of need a shortstop. Fair. Next up, Edwin Diaz. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's the market for reliever then. That's is, for sure. Is this Mets? Yeah, there's why no way leave? they could let they him go. They love him there. They love him there. Imagine there's them no playing way. the Narcos in another place. Could you play uh, the Narcos song right here? As we talk about Edwin Diaz. Yeah. Yes. I'm playing it. You don't need to, you don't need to no, sing it. No, if you're playing but you know what? It doesn't feel the same. Sing it. 
Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that felt good. It does. It does. I got a little tingle in me now. I want to go throw like 12 pitches right now. That's what I want to do. That's what I'm ready to do right now. I think we're both in agreement here. He has to be a Met if it's not. The whole world will riot. He'd be the first $100 million reliever they're predicting. Nuts. Wow. And Aaron Judge, shocker, last but not least, where do you think Aaron Judge goes? He's a Yankee, dude. No way. If he leaves the Yankees after this, do you understand? The sports world will flip upside down. Like, baseball wants to pretend they w- Do you know how relevant baseball will get? Oh my gosh! Baseball will be at an all-time high if Aaron Judge switches teams. Boston Red Sox. Oh, stop! <laughs> stop! Uh, no, no. It's hard for me to imagine Aaron. But Judge. imagine Toronto Blue Jay. Holy fuck! That would be pretty sick. That I team. Mean, that team would slaughter the like and team that one, home I don't know, run. Maybe. Maybe they would slaughter the team home run record. Okay, coolest uniforms Aaron Judge would look in without counting the Yankees. Go, just like name two or three off the top uh, of your head. I you're love, like, I love the idea of him in a Kansas City Royals. Like, ooh, okay, uni. yeah. Um, Texas Rangers. So I was gonna say the Ranger Reds were like up there, like the Texas oh, Ranger the Red blue. uniforms. I was actually thinking yeah. the blue. Okay. Um, and last but not least, uh. How about a Mariner? Mm. Like that, uh, that like 2000s with the teal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that he would look pretty sick in St. Louis's colors. Like he just looks like a monster with like the big red with him. I could him. see that. I could see that. Um, and he would look pretty clean in the whites with it too. And I also think that him in the teal Diamondbacks would absolutely go ridiculously that's not happening so don't even yeah i understand yeah i was just naming the coolest uniforms i think he would look in that what if what if it's like a full-on player swap he goes to miami for the entire team what (laughs) like i don't what player players well i mean john carlos stanton yeah he's on his team exactly but for where was he yeah in miami so then it ends up being a player swap i don't know what that would do for the no no, no. Well, look he's a free agent he can do whatever the fuck he wants how much money do you think he's gonna make this says 40 million i bet you it's closer to 42 i could see 42 yeah. like 10 years 420 oh my god it's gonna be massive i i think he's probably gonna be an eight-year deal guy though he's what's like 30 the, years the old. record for most made in a year i think yeah. it's no what's the what's the the contract record max scherzer Signed for forty three million a year, like three year, one hundred and twenty three million dollars. He just signed, and I that's the highest AAV salary I think ever. That's what I'm guessing, and I'm pretty sure that was the answer. So right now, Bryce Harper. So I, I would. Oh no, how old is this? Bryce Harper got a bag. I remember that, and Mike Trout got pretty damn close to forty million. Man, he, I, he got four hundred million. Mike Trout, I think, well, got I think twelve is, I years. I think these are total years. Yeah, so, Mike Trout like got total amount. I Mike say. Trout, I think, got a twelve-year, four hundred million. So Bryce deal. Harper is thirteen years, three hundred and thirty million. 
he has to crush that, right? Oh, crush that by by a hundred million dollars. It feels like. Well, you know, at forty, at I'm at saying 10 years. I'm thinking he gets eight years, three sixty. Okay, that's okay. that's where I'm at in my head. Oh man, all all I know is that the checkbooks are going to be br- br- like absolutely busted. What what a year to gamble on yourself. I mean, what a year. In a year where no one else is even close, too. It's not like a race for anything. He is by far the best player. I, I'm sorry Shohei Otani doesn't win the MVP this year. He does not. No one. He, he is over 20 home runs ahead of the next American League bat. He has the triple crown right now. I get it. Otani's career stuff right now is really crazy, and what he's doing is revolutionary in the MLB. Voter fatigue. Aaron Judge, give me it. Booyah! Let's get into some football right here. Um, we had a season-ending injury. Was that, that was the... my football alarm. Well, I said it after season-ending injury, and that was kind of a tough, tough spot for that. That's more like it. That's more like it. San Francisco, we talked about it a little bit on the no cap recap. If you guys haven't listened to that, you guys should. It's on the down the wire page every, every Monday. Monday, uh, Monday. Week three will be Give coming out. It's really great. We say stuff. But we lost Trey Lance and the 49ers got better. Is that what we're going to say now? With Jimmy Garoppolo. Backup alarm. Backup alarm. Backup alarm. We are the official quarter, uh, unofficial podcast, sorry, of backup quarterbacks. That's the uh, backup alarm today. It's sponsored to you by uh, Cutwater, the uh, Cutwater vodka and coffee cream liqueur of White Russian. It's not sponsored, but I wish you would. That would be send sick. us some fucking product. That would be awesome. Just let it's, us get uh, drunk. Just, here, try this White Russian. Give it, a, give it a shot here. So good. Eh, it's not for me. Oh, good. More for me. Um, Trey Lance. Out for the year. Yeah, you know what? I I wasn't really liking the Trey Lance experiment. I, um, I look at it, and I think San Francisco's entire team's mindset has changed. And... Trey Lance was a project. They wanted to start the project. They now get to go back to the lab partner that got you an A last time. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo was the best backup quarterback in the NFL, hands down. There was no arguing that he was the best backup quarterback. He now gets the job again in San Francisco where he knows the offense, has previous success, with the same coach he's been working with the entire time while he's there. I'm sorry. San Francisco, you can't really feel too bad. Maybe you're disappointed, but they now get to go back to their roots. And, oh, my gosh, it's going to mean Debo Samuel is going to do something crazy again, like five times a game, because that's what Debo Samuel yeah, does. Yeah, and you, you, know, you may not have a stronger-armed quarterback, but I think you might have a more consistent quarterback. He's a game manager. We say this. He's yeah, the game manager. but he's slightly better than a game manager. Mm-hmm. Slightly. Uh, I'm not – not by much. Tom Brady – little if less 50, of a game if manager 50 percent if like zero to 100 if 50 is game manager right he's 
a 55-60. Okay, but if we're going to like Madden rating him, he's a 76. Ooh, what is Jimmy Garoppolo's Madden rating? That's where I'm at with him. He's probably like a 76, maybe a 74 you can go down to. He's going to go in and make some passes, win some games. You were pretty damn close, 77. I mean, come on. That's pretty good. I, I think I could give him an 80. Oof. I don't know. I don't know about that. I Okay, let me let me let me tell you who I think is an 80 in the NFL. And that's where I'll put Jalen Hurts. Fuck you. That's what I'll do with that. The fucking shade. No, I mean 80 makes plays. He's got like really good speed. You know, he's got really good athletic abilities. His throwing stats and his awareness maybe a little down. I don't know, but that's where I would put Jalen Hurts, like an 80. He's also just doing it right now. So if he was doing this the entire season, he gets bumped up. I do not see Jalen Hurts on this rating list at all. Mm. Well, uh, let's see. At, at 80, you have uh, Kirk Cousins. Ooh, yeah. Okay, Jimmy's a little bit. Well, here, gosh, here, we got some hear me out. Kirk dirt Cousins. on him now. Matt Ryan is at 81. That's just absurd. That's, that's disrespectful. That's really How sad. about this? Jimmy Garoppolo and Baker Mayfield are both rated at 77. You know, I will say this. <laughs> Jameis Winston's at 76. Oh, what? <laughs> Mac Jones is at 78. That's ridiculous. Stop <laughs> looking at this. I will say this. When you look at the Oklahoma quarterback factory, if you would have told me Jalen Hurts would be pulling out better victories than Baker Mayfield, I would have probably doubted that. And look, Dave, you know what's the difference between me and you? We're both wrong just as much as each other. Yep. I just admit it. And I'll I'll fight you. I will say this. I will say, Jalen Hurts, you are in the stages of earning apologies. That's where I'll say. 2-0, great start. Great. You're tied with the New York Giants in your division. Good job. <laughs> okay. But I will say that I think Philly looks pretty good. And Jalen Hurts looks pretty good right now to start stuff up. It's just a start. Joe Burrow is ranked 90 overall. Yeah, that's a, they're going to have to walk that one back a little <laughs> bit. Probably. Um, I got a coaching story this week. Yeah. Heard Sean Payton come out today and say that he'd be interested in 2023 jobs. Yep. And I have a few teams here that I want to just call out. Sure. And hear me out on it right here. So I'm going to just say the three teams. So let me say all three teams before you say anything about it. Okay. You might as well just put one team last. Dallas Cowboys. Why would you put them first? Carolina Panthers. Los Angeles Chargers. How you feeling about that? Um, well, at the bottom, I have every other team. And at the top, I have Dallas Cowboys. I get it. I get it. It sounds like he would want to come and coach the Dallas Cowboys. He has absolutely no reason to want to coach the Carolina Panthers. Right. But it's going to be the first job on the market. So says you. I think so. Man, I don't think he goes to Indy. I don't think Indy's his speed. 
No, no, no. It, it's got to be. See, and that's another reason why I'm not in love with the idea of the L.A. Chargers, because I don't think he wants that young of a quarterback. Dude, I think Brendan Staley is stale. Yeah, he's he's coaching a weird game. Lately. I don't know if they're really in love with that. I don't know if they think that's their guy at the head coach spot. Yeah, you know what I mean? I feel like, like said, the team odd. should be a little more confident, and I don't know, the coach doesn't get a lot of attention in the Chargers organization. And you, your oh, coach, I think he does. Well, I mean, you're here... When you hear Brennan Staley, it's not like whiz kid. You know, Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, you know, those guys, Mike McDaniel now. Yeah. They're, they're the whiz kid yeah. nerdy guys. And Brendan Brendan Staley's, Staley's like dumb. the same age as them. And just like, hey, hey, what's up? It's me, Brendan. Yeah, Brendan Staley's it's me, Brendan Staley. I'm not. I don't know how he sounds, but that's how he sounds to me. Well, first of coaching. all, his name is Brendan and not Brandon. Yeah, that's tough. I, anytime you get a Brendan, although it's going being to be a named problem. Brandon right now is the worst time in the world to be named Brandon. On top of that, I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly, <laughs> uh, dude. But for real, this is all Dallas Cowboys. You know he is waiting for it. You knew Mike McCarthy was that placeholder. I mean, they were, there were talks of Sean Payton going to Dallas. Can you scroll down for me a little bit? Just all the way so I can see the thing. Yeah, it shocks him going to Dallas. What? Yeah, shocks him going to Dallas um, it, before Sean Payton had left New Orleans. What about him in Arizona? Nah. You don't think so? Like nah. Kingsbury, another guy? Like, I don't know, man. It's not his, it's not his uh, quarterback, man. That That's a young quarterback that... He wants nothing to do with it. Or he's back in New Orleans. They just get rid of Dennis Allen right away. Mm, I don't hate that idea. I mean, that's not bad at all, in fact. Because mm. he's already got an in there. You know what I mean, obviously. here, Here's my one that I'll give you. I don't know if it happens, but I like the idea. Cincinnati Bengals. Mm. Joe Burrow is a proven commodity. Yeah. Zach Taylor is not. Zach Taylor, man, he had one good year. I mean, he's he sucked before he got Joe Burrow. Yeah. And then he got Joe Burrow, and then he got hurt, and he sucked. And then Joe Burrow was good for him, and now they suck again. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Uh, I, I think that if there's any sort of weird dark horse team – that's going to be my dark horse team. I think Zach Taylor, while not on the hot seat right now, could potentially be in the very near future. All right, should we get to top fives? Yeah, and power bottoms. We have our top five best teams and our top five worst teams in the NFL right yeah. now. Start at number five. For best or worst? For best. Okay, well, looking into it, for my number five, this is where I will put... Oh, do I want to just be that crazy right away? <laughs> okay, for number five, I'm going to put the Buccaneers. Okay, they're 2-0. Okay. Oh, they're a proven team. At the Bucks at, at five? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, wow, I'm gonna put them at crazy. Number, I'm I'm gonna put them at number five, 
and I think that's a good place to start them. They they look pretty good still. Offense a little shaky. Defense looks pretty damn good. Worried about that this week. All right. That's where I put the box. Number four. Oh, I don't get to go? Oh, okay. Are yeah. you just going to wait for me? I would just wait for you then. All right. Never right mind. Go. Number four. I'll buy into this uh, Philly hype a little bit. I'm going to put Philly at number four right now. They look pretty damn good. How? Four? Yeah. Wow, dude. That's some disrespect. I got I got, a, I got a couple things up my sleeve here. I got a couple sure. things. They're the best team in the NFC, I think, on my list. Okay. Wow. So going from there now. Next, number three. I'm going to put the Miami Dolphins here. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to buy this Miami Dolphins hype. Yeah. All the way. I, I love it. I love Mike McDaniel. I really like that. That's that Dude, looks that's like a our, fitting that is job. Our there. IT guy right there. He he is God really damn. buying. He's I'm buying a lot of stock in Mike McDaniel. Doc Rivers, you need Mike McDaniel to scrub your fucking internet history. He has Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. I, I it's a cheat code of a gameplay. And is putting them into great situations. Yes. He looks yeah. like he understands football really fucking well. Like he got hired to be a head coach for a reason. Next. Kansas City Chiefs. I still think the Chiefs are good. I am going to be on the hill that the Chiefs are good because they just win. They have Patrick Mahomes, people. He's probably the most talented quarterback in the NFL right now. I know where I stand as a fan with Aaron Rodgers. You got to understand Patrick Mahomes, is he's going to be that for 10 more years. Aaron Rodgers, we got to cherish him while he's still here. We have so much more Pat Mahomes to see. This is yeah. in his infancy still. And number one, I got the Bills. Duh. Duh. Josh Allen's MVP this year. Get ready. Okay. Okay. I I like that. Um here here's my uh mix of the two. I'm gonna go number one uh number five, it's going to be the Miami Dolphins. Okay. I feel really good about this Miami Dolphins team. I I was liking the Tyree Kill trade. Honestly. You could say that I wasn't even prepared for how good this Miami agreed, team was going agreed. to be. Agreed. 100% I was not prepared for how good they were going to be. And I have a feeling what's going to happen is they're going to meet the Bills at some point. And, and get, get fucked. Yeah, just rock. Yeah. But we'll get to that later. Uh, number four, I'm going to put the Philadelphia Eagles. I Same spot as me. I think they are really fucking good. I think you got to buy the hype a little bit now, but they're suspect for me. Yeah. They're Ohio State because they have only played Big Ten teams. They haven't played a ranked guy yet. That's my comparison. Um, okay, but there's ranked teams in the Big Ten, so Correct. I don't know about that. But, not, but it's like the Big um, Ten ranked. Uh, Tua doesn't SEC. look bad. He doesn't look like he did during the preseason. It's hard to look bad with those two guys. Fair. But when you and pass... And Gesicki? Like, they just casually have Mike Gesicki? When you pass for 469 and six touchdowns, that's no fluke. Nice. You can't, yeah. Uh, you can't be bad and do that. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter who you are. Uh, number three, I'm going to put the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I, I think that it's foolish to say that Tom Brady is a number five and second in the NFC. That's crazy to me. I'm sorry. They look pretty damn good. The defense looks really good. 
That's the all offense is. Eh, I don't know. The well, offense is averaging less than twenty points. We're gonna a have game. A, a scary game for them in yes. Uh, yes. predictions. So we'll have to talk about that in a hot second. Number two, Kansas City Chiefs. I one hundred percent agree. Right there, Patty Mahomes is looking pretty dang good, uh, but cannot be compared to what the Buffalo Bills are at my number one. Yeah. Holy fucking god, this Bills team. Might win a Super Bowl. Okay, I'm also gonna say this right here. Who's who's uh your like right on the the cusp? On the cusp, I mean at six, you know, leaking in. Uh, I mean, do you want me to give you mine real fast? Sure. So at six, leaking in, Green Bay. Mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking that Green Bay Stark is gonna start hitting their stride now. Uh, I hope. And uh, if if not them. I, if I had one more week of San Francisco, was, I could put that them was that there was where too. I was going with it. San Francisco. Um, I also still like Baltimore. I think they just got let that get away from them. Fair. I, I still like Baltimore. That's there's nothing to be upset about from an offensive standpoint from Baltimore. Um, All right. Yeah. Well, uh, now we know how to take it. So give me your power bottom. Power bottom. Uh, yeah, these are the worst looking teams. My number five worst team. Give me the Tennessee Titans. Ooh, all right, all right. That's pretty embarrassing fashion so far. They, sure. They did not look great uh, against their uh, Bills on Monday night there. They gave up 40 points, scored seven. Derrick Henry looks like he's figured out a little bit, just a little bit. Next, four Carolina Panthers. Uh, McCaffrey's yeah. hurt again. They're ass, dude. They suck. They're so bad. They're not good. Baker Mayfield experiment is not good. Um, then I'm going to put the Colts here at number three worst. Okay. I think they're worse than the Titans. I yeah. do. I do think they're worse than the Titans. It's just not there yet. They tied with the Texans. It's practically a loss. So keep that in mind. Second worst team. Um... I guess this is where I put the Texans. I do think the Colts are probably a little better than the Texans still. Um, but that tie is so ugly. And yeah. it's going to... Dude, look at this AFC South picture. Yeah. The Jaguars at top. This is nuts, dude. And you know what? They could do it. The Jaguars could make the playoffs now this year. I see it. <laughs> I see a scenario. <laughs> and then I'm going to put the Falcons last. That team's dog shit. Man. Uh, I... I told you that they they kind of surged back a couple times, but I don't like Mariota at all. They've kept it close, so that's why uh, I'm not going to put them dead last. Uh, here, so number five, I'm going to put Carolina. I think uh, Carolina has has some potential to sneak out of this uh, this this bottom five uh, rankings. But as of right now, man, I I think Baker might regress, dude. This is a problem, and uh, I don't know if it's solvable. Which I also said. I was not a f- big fan of the Baker Mayfield to Carolina. Like, that was going to fix much. Here's my, I guess, early hot take. My number four, I'm putting the Cincinnati Bengals, They'll dude. figure it out, man. They'll figure it out. I don't know. I don't know. Their whole team looks terrible. They'll figure it out. Joe Burrow's been pressured a lot. The O line shit that they thought they fixed, they did not. Ah, this is that. I to me, to me, I just can't uh, put them there. 
Uh, number three, I'm going to put the Atlanta Falcons. I think they are trash. Uh, I don't think they're the worst team in the league, though. Um, call me crazy. Number two, I'm putting the Indianapolis Colts. That team is more or less 0-2. Yeah. They might be 0-1-1, but they're 0-2. 0-2. Morally 0-2. They did not look any better. Against Jacksonville. Literally at this point, they're just like, stack the run. Let Matt Ryan attempt to throw a ball. Hopefully. Wow. My number one is the Chicago Bears. I'm sorry, dude. They're not good. They're not good. They're phonies. They're phony as fuck. Yeah. I have a stat that can uh, attribute to Twitter. And here, hear me out. I could. Oh, breaking news. Udoka is suspended for the season. That's nuts. So it did come through. Finally, just right here. Um, uh, Hear me out. I I actually could replace the Bengals at four with the Washington commanders because I also think they're dog shit, too. So I have right here Cooper Cup. 24 receptions, Stephon Diggs, 20 receptions, Tyreek Hill, 19 receptions, Amon Ross St. Brown, 17 receptions, Curtis Samuel, 15, A.J. Brown, 15, Jamar Chase, 15, Justin Jefferson, 15, Jalen Waddle, 15, the Chicago Bears, entire team, 15, all of them for reception. That's They've bad. completed 15 passes. That is atrocious. And, and again, they're one and one. And the only reason why they got one win is because they played the San Francisco 49ers in a fucking monsoon. Yeah. I, that is a fraud victory. Okay. We, um, hate, we hate Chicago. Uh, no, and I, this is as not a football even, team. This is not even me as a, uh, a Packer fan. This is me as a legitimate sports looker. Okay. As an NFL fan. And uh yeah, if you if you didn't catch that, I am definitely I I totally forgot Washington as a team. So I'm switching my Cincinnati Bengals uh play, pick with the Washington Commanders. Okay, fair. Because cuz you think the Bengals will figure it out a little bit. Yeah, I do. And again, they beat the they beat the Jaguars. That, okay. That's that's their one win. Those are our power bottoms and our Power tops. I don't know. Top heavies. Ooh, okay. I like that. Top heavy power bottoms. I like. Ooh, that's a that's a nice BBW right there. Uh, yeah. Predictions for week three. Yeah, we got to get our predictions in. Uh, yeah, we uh, were not good. Not good week. again. I was seven and eight. Tom was six and nine. Nice. nice. Uh, so now that we are into week three. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Uh, Well, this Thursday night matchup, which is currently going on, Tom and I have already made our predictions. Uh, Tom, give me yours right off the bat. It was Pittsburgh. That it was. And yours was Cleveland. And the score of that game right now is 14-13 with 30 seconds left in the half. Pittsburgh is winning. Ooh. Not worried. I'm sorry. Jacoby Brissett looks really fucking good right now. Maybe. It's kind of scary good. Okay, we have some crazy Sunday night games. Wild games. Uh, So let's get right into them. Next up, Bills versus Dolphins. Oh, 
Is this game of the week? Yeah. And Already? it's at noon, bro. Already? This is crazy. It's actually not game of the week. I think there, there might be a better game. but This game is going to be exciting to watch at yeah. 12 o'clock. This yeah. is, you got to be ready for football, okay? Because this is going to come at you fast. Although, I do think the Bills run through this team. You know, I think that I think Mike is, McDaniel gets his welcome to the NFL a little is bit a today. Scary temptation to put a plus twenty one on this game. Really, I'm dude. I think they get shellacked. I really don't want them to. I'm rooting for the Dolphins. I, dude, I want the Dolphins to like. I wish them the most success. But can, can you see? 21 points getting dropped on maybe, Miami. Maybe. I think the Bills are, yeah, I could see that a little bit. All right. Like I, I, like I said, this is Mike McDaniel's test game. I have the Bills winning as well. I'm not going to put the 21-er uh, on that. But, uh, yeah. Next up, Bengals and Jets. This is the bounce back game. This is a bounce back for, Finally feeling for it. Zach Taylor. The Jets, they came off that really big win in the last two minutes by Joe Flacco, who just remains relevant and is the new Ryan Fitzpatrick of the NFL now. Uh, He is going to suffer this week, I think, and the Bengals take this one. I I think the Bengals get a big bounce-back game. They capitalize on the young secondary that's played pretty well so far in New York, but Jamar Chase... He comes back. T. Higgins maybe with the concussion. Hopefully he's back. I I, I like the Bengals. Yeah, I too like the Bengals. I, I it's in New York though. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. the The Jets can't win at home. Like it's never a home game for the Jets. Mm. Uh, next up, Raiders and Titans. Oof, this is a good one too. I like this matchup a lot actually. It's at. The Titans. Yes, and that's what's really making me waver on this one a little bit. I um, gosh, the Titans have looked really bad. I'll, I'll take the Titans, and it might be the last time I pick them all year. Cause it's in Tennessee, and we we need to see a Derrick Henry breakout game. This is a defense that is a pass pass rush defense in Oakland shit Vegas still getting used to that I think that maybe we get a Vegas game or Vegas splendor again and Tennessee might just run all over them and I know you might want to pick Vegas because this is a tough one to pick I think both 0-2 one team's one of these yeah. teams is going to be 0-3 at the end of this. That's kind of crazy. These are going to be some pretty good 0-3 teams. All right. I'll 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 make that division. I'll take the Raiders. Okay. I, I'm i actually kind of at odds with this. I can easily see the Titans winning. But um, I, I, who are the cornerbacks for Tennessee? What's that secondary look like? Well, they got Byard, Kevin Byard, pretty big in the fruit safety department. Uh, I'm not, I'm not really sure who's on the outside for them. They had Caleb Farley. Remember they picked Caleb Farley. I think he's getting playing time now. I think Kendall Fulton, if that's his name. Uh, that's, that's like off the top of my head, what I can think of, but yeah, that's a good one to pick. That's going to be a sneaky, good game. Sneaky, good game. Next up saints and Panthers, saints and Panthers. Give me the saints and give me the 21 pointer on that. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. On the road, McCaffrey's gonna be out. Give me that. Give me that all day. I don't know how they're gonna score in Carolina. I don't know. All right, all right. 
Um, I, I will say I'm just looking through the rundown of CBS Sports. They have the Panthers winning uh, 18 to 15. I don't know where they're getting this fucking information. Um, I am also taking the Saints. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I uh, So I only lose one game if they don't hit the 20-point pointer on you. I'm okay with that. Or I lose yeah. a half game or I – yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. fine with that. I'm fine with that. Next, Ravens at Patriots. Give me the Ravens on another bounce back. Um, oh, gosh, but it's in New England. I hate that. Oh, that's a trap game for Lamar there. Right. Shit. And New England looked pretty solid, especially the defense. Yeah, I don't know if Pittsburgh's that good, so I'm not ready to say that. But, shit, I think the Ravens are a better team, man. I really do. But I hate this road This shit. is another up-in-the-air one. There's a lot of the good teams playing on the road. That's scaring me. This happened week one, too. Okay, give me the Ravens. I think the Ravens are a better team. Yeah, I have the Ravens as well. Um I'm not feeling great about my my team selection. These are tough this week. I, I mean, I don't know anything anymore. I thought I knew a lot at coming to this year. Absolutely nothing. I know jack shit. Fair. You guys just listen, and I Fair. pretend to say stuff. Next, Lions at Vikings. Yeah, I'm going to take Minnesota. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to take Minnesota. I'm yeah. sorry. I, I want to not pick minnesota but i gotta pick you're gonna minnesota. do that yeah wow because i think that skull shit is gonna be tough after that loss uh yeah bounce back game for minnesota um as much as i want to say i believe that the lions are gonna be oh a- i'm rooting for the lions the whole time i'll gladly be wrong on that and then Fair. and be happy but okay. i'm thinking minnesota yeah uh justin jefferson Absolute blowout game. Another one. Uh, over under. Let's go one one oh nine and a half. Over. Okay. Yeah, one twenty one is where the number was in my head. All right, all right. I thought about one nineteen and a half. So mm, yeah, uh, it, it still was over. But uh, next up, Eagles and Commanders. Eagles. Eagles plus twenty one. Yeah, give it to me. That's right on the now. road, though. That's on the road. I do not care. This is this, this is a revenge game for Jalen Hurts. Actually, um, remember this is the stadium that tried to kill him last year. Yeah, let's those, go. Just broke down and fell. So big game for him. Big game. Uh, to be fair, you also picked yours on the road uh, as well. So. There's no way I could root for the Commanders, that shit-ass team. Uh, next up, Chiefs at Colts. This could have been a 21-pointer. Yeah. Colts are losing this one. Okay. The, the fuck you s- <laughs> Did you accidentally slip up and then you tried to no, play I it off to be cool? No, I was good the whole time. I wasn't going to pick the Colts. I just got done saying the Chiefs are the second-best team in the NFL. Ah. <laughs> Oh my God! Okay, yeah, Chiefs all the way, baby. This what Matt Ryan's gonna throw for two hundred meters? Meters? <laughs> like it's not gonna be yards. Uh, next up, Texans at Bears. This is a gross game too. What a fantastic matchup of games, just from good to this bad is, teams powering up against each other. This is the fail Mary of the week. Um. Oh, I don't know. Actually, there's one other game that's arguably worse. Oh, give me the Bears. Oh, you think they're the worst team? So pick the Texans. 
You got to now. You just said the Bears are the worst team. You have to pick the Texans. I did, and I am picking the Texans. Okay. I was just making sure you did. You couldn't Stephen A. Smith yourself there. You I know? Look, no, 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 dude. I said exactly what I said, and yeah. I meant it. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think uh, You have Davis disrespected Mills. our Illinois audience right there. Fuck you, you fibs. Jeez. Oh, uh, next up, Jaguars at Chargers. This one, you could have said plus 21. You could have said plus 21 and a half. Chargers all the way at home. They need a bounce back win. I, I can already put it. Look, I, I'm not even going to look at you or ask you. I've already put your name down for a Chargers win. Is Justin Herbert going to play Justin Herbert going to play. I don't know. He yes. broke his ribs. He's going to be fine. Those are tape-up injuries. He's fine, even without it. Who the hell is the Chargers backup? What if Trevor Lawrence is figuring it out? Stop it. What if? Stop it. Jaguars have a brutal schedule this year. You know, I've realized that when you look into it. Um, I'll take the Chargers, but listen to this Jaguar schedule, okay? The Jaguars have to go to Philly next week. Texans hosting. They're in Indy after that. Then they have the Giants, who I don't know. Broncos, Raiders, Chiefs, Ravens, four weeks in a row. Get the Lions, the Titans, Cowboys, and then they're back to their division after the Jets game with Texans, Titans. Well, um, brutal boy, schedule. You know, your boy, Austin Eckler, uh, went on a social media platform. And um, he actually said that he is looking for advice from the fans. Nice. So, you know, that can only end well. Also, it's Chase Daniel as the backup QB in uh, L.A. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to go third string, it's Easton Stick. Gross. What a fucking name, dude. Uh, all right. <laughs> yep, Chargers. Uh, yeah, Chargers all the way. Next up, Rams versus Cardinals. The Rams question mark rams yeah i think that's a question mark as well maybe arizona's figuring it out they could be who'd they beat last week the raiders Hmm. kyler murray was playing his game at the end of it it was pretty impressive they were down by 20 came back and won i will still take the rams yeah i I have to in arizona though yeah that's close enough that's close enough to cooper cup is he getting the hundred yards again? Yeah, yeah. He just keeps doing that every week. Now this is the real game of the week: mm-hmm. Packers and Bucks in Tampa. Ooh. Why don't you go first? Mm-hmm. No, Mike Evans. Exactly. That's that's what makes this so hard. Leonard Fournette's kind of banged up. Chris Godwin's kind of banged up. All right. I'm taking the Bucks, wow. And uh, that way, if I lose, I will feel fine about myself. Well, I'm going to take the Packers. Okay. Because I have to. <laughs> and I will say this about Tampa. Their defense, like I said, looks pretty damn good. They've given up 13 points in two games. That's it. I don't know if they're going to be able to score as much on Green Bay. I, I don't know. I 
think that it's going to be rocking for the opener there. And it's kind of bullshit that the Packers have to play two teams home openers, in my opinion. Um, but Hey, I got Aaron. I got Aaron. I'll bet on Aaron all day. Yeah. I'll be rooting for the Packers the entire time, but right now Tampa Bay looks like the best team in the NFC. Give me the Seahawks over the Falcons. Whoa. Cause that game sucks. Wow. You didn't even get, let me like tell you what's going to happen. Oh, I thought you were done. You went first. Well, normally I say it's Falcons at Seahawks. I know. Right. But no one wants to hear that game. Who's, who's going to be watch at the same time as the Falcons and Seahawks game. Tom Brady's playing Aaron Rodgers. So you can make the decision of what you want to watch on TV, but I think that's pretty fucking obvious. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Seahawks. <sighs> Sunday night. 49ers at Broncos. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na. All right. I'm taking the Broncos. Let's ride. Nope. 49ers. Okay. I think you're going to get some Jimmy G love and Russell Wilson has looked like poo. Uh, Also, if you haven't listened to uh, no cap recap, it is hashtag Nathaniel hack job. Mm. Okay. I like that. That was our picks for the week. Yep. Let's get into hot takes. Hot takes. All right. Hot take for me. Uh, my first hot take. I only have one. Craig Council gets fired mid-season next year. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Because this is going to be the same damn Brewer team and they're going to suck again. And then he gets fired. They give him, He's not going to get fired in the offseason. But, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll get after it. If the Cubs get better, we're screwed. Okay. That's my hot take. Um, it's also a very passionate fan hot take. Wow. Who doesn't like Craig Council? As much I, as the next um, guy. I do think he's the best Brewers manager ever, but. I will say he's run his course. All right. Follow that one up. Uh, my my hot take is going to be Miguel Cairo, the interim manager for the White Sox, is going to be the full-time manager for the White Sox going mm. into next season. Right now, the White Sox have been kind of booming under Miguel Cairo. And uh, I think at this point... There's no reason to look at anyone else. I think, especially as, if they go into the playoffs, which they are, uh, I think they are in at this point. Um, Ime Udoka has released a statement. Uh, it's an apology, so I don't care. Um, yeah. All right, let's get into quick hits. Miguel Cairo. I have um, an ethics question for you, Dave. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. So, do you know who Raul Rosas is? 
Raul Rosas. The name sounds familiar. Raul Rosas Jr. was a fighter on Dana White's Contender Series. And yes, he was the youngest fighter ever, right? He is. Isn't he like 18 years he old? He's not 18 years old. That's my ethics question here for you. Raul Rosas, he fought six fights in Dana White's Contender Series. He won all six of them by finish. Looks really good. He's a freak athlete. He's chiseled, buff dude. Looks like he can kick ass. Great. He's 17 years old. Ooh. Getting signed to the UFC. And you know what? Hey, I am a huge fan of the UFC, and I love MMA, the combat sports. You know, I'm a, I am ai love to watch legal murder right in front of me. Yeah, that I'm sorry. I do. Guilty. Next. I will say this, though. This becomes a very ethical question now of can a 17-year-old fight on the UFC? Look, not even... The WWE, which has the most questionable ethics ever, they won't even sniff a 17-year-old. It's a weird, weird signing, man. I get it. He looks really good, and he's fighting I would like to know what the details are for that. Because, uh, okay, first of all... Maybe he's got to wait till he's 18 to fight his first UFC fight. I would assume he does. Yeah. Because... Fuck. I can't imagine. What if they killed a 17-year-old kid? Fuck. You know what I mean? Like, if he takes a knee from Connor or something, like, it's... Has he felt that before? He's 17. I mean... Well, first of all, Connor ain't fighting no I'm more. just saying, someone along those lines, Connor's not even the most talented. If Charles Oliveira hits him with a fucking elbow to the temple... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's yeah. very odd, very odd. Again, move. again I, I I I'm going to tell you the same thing. WWE, even they have more ethics than that. And these are the people that are having blood money Saudi Arabia fights. Which, uh, by the way, Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns for the world heavyweight title. Yeah, give that. Come on, that's some rad shit right there. He's not winning it, but that's some rad shit. Next. A Utah student was arrested on Wednesday after police said she threatened to, quote, detonate a nuclear reactor, end quote, if Utah's football team lost to San Diego State. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's fucking wild. Jesus uh, Christ. How drunk was she? (laughs) Come on. People, I mean, look, first of all, was it? A gross overreaction on her part? Yes. Second of all, was it a gross overreaction on the police's part? Also, yes. I'm just saying. I mean... There's no way that she was sober, coherent, and, like, normal. Right? No, probably not. I would guess not. Uh... (laughs) Next, Herm Edwards uh, just got fired while he was walking off the field. Did you see that? Uh, Arizona State? Yeah. He, I did not know that happened. Yes. So I thought they were in love with the guy. So I'll show you this clip. Herm Edwards was fired this week. It was released. But here's the game before. Okay, here's the video right here of Herm Edwards walking off to the sidelines right there and just being met by the athletic director 
and the president of the school. And look at the mannerisms around there. And uh, it's an uncomfortable conversation going down right there. Well, anytime they meet you on the field, I assume he lost. They did. And that yeah. was to like Eastern Washington. Whew. Yeah. Tough. Tough look for Herm Edwards Tough. there. And just a shout out to Joe Flacco playing really well. And also there's, oh, I got one more. This is, might be clip of the year. This might be clip of the year. Did you see Bryson DeChambeau? No, I did not. Oh my God. I can't wait for you to see this because you haven't seen it. This is my most hilarious thing I've ever seen. So Bryson DeChambeau was walking and he hit a ball out of bounds, out of play kind of thing. Duh. And he had to walk past a rope and then he had to walk on the other side of the rope. And so his caddy is holding the rope for him and he runs into the rope and it's a rope. You wouldn't think it would cause that much commotion, right? Oh no. Not when Bryson DeChambeau runs into a rope. Good shot, Bryson. Oh my, oh my God. God. What the fuck, guys? Oh my right. God. You okay? What? Was it that bad? <laughs> He's still on the ground. Shit. <laughs> oh, right in my eye. Can you, can you just, like, I know people can't hear this. I'm going to, yeah. But you don't need to put the whole thing clip i just want the part right at the beginning where he goes oh what the fuck guys (laughs) that's the one that needs to be there imagine this grown-ass men trying to like cater to this guy after he just walked into a rope like grow a pair of balls dude this is a golfer man there is no physical no golf golf's on the rise man people are liking golf it doesn't mean it's a contact sport fair enough that's my quick hits. Unless it's John Daly. I brought some good shit for quick hits this week. That's going to be tough to follow. Oh, you better be ready. I dug through the annals of fucking news and oddities. First, FIFA 23. Did you see that fucking Ted Lasso and his AFC Richmond squad are hitting the game. I did. That's, That's pretty sick. That's fucking rad, dude. That's pretty sick. Did you see the rendering? Look at this render. That's pretty good. I, I, if you haven't watched Ted Lasso, everyone, fucking watch Ted Lasso. It is. It won like every award at the Emmys. Because it's fucking fantastic. It's so good right now. God damn. Now, this next one isn't exactly sports but i wanted to mention it because it's kind of a competition the ig noble awards were this past weekend do you know what those are that is more or less like the uh it's a month before the nobel peace prize okay and this one is more for science right sure we got some weird winners uh honored in 10 different categories i'm not going to go through all of them uh the first one I, I will acknowledge, though, is uh, this woman, uh, Eliska Prochavskova, was inspired to do a research paper after her personal experiences on blind dates. Mm. 
and the connection that she felt between people. Okay. Yeah, where she would connect with them on their Tinder profiles or whatever the fuck, you know, she's matching with and then not match. Well, guess what? If you have a connection, your heart's beats will sync up. Really? That's kind of rad, right? Wow. That's pretty cool. Uh, pretty fucking cool. You should test that. Mm. I'll get right on that. Mm. <laughs> uh, also, Magnus Gares won a safety engineering IG Nobel for Nobel for making a moose crash test dummy for his master's thesis at KTH Royal Institute of Technology in Ooh. Stockholm, Sweden. Nice. Yes, because moose are one of the most frequent animals. In vehicle collisions on Sweden's highway, often resulting in injuries and death to both human and animal. So, this is their new safety test feature, which I find to be quite funny. Just a crash test dummy moose. Yeah. Uh, And my last one (laughs) is... Solomari Garcia Hernandez and Glaco Machado, the yep. University of Sao Paulo in Brazil, won a biology IG Nobel for studying whether or not constipation will ruin a scorpion's sex life. <laughs> what? Wait. So, scorpions can det- detach a body part to escape a predator, a process called autonomy. But... When they lose their tails, they also lose the last portion of their digestive tract, which eventually leads to constipation and eventually death. Uh, So, yes, the long-term decrease in the locomotor performance of the autonomized males Mm. may impair mate searching, they wrote. Wow. Yes. How do you just get into that? How do you figure that out? Like, that's some weird science shit. Like, what... What inspires like, you? Like, oh, he didn't shit for a while. And now he's not fucking anymore. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I, I mean, like, you use it or you lose it, right? Well, they weren't losing anything. <laughs> well, so. no, they did. They lost their stomach, which in turn means they lost so their just sex just full of shit, maybe. <laughs> that, that's probably what's going on there. Uh, my next one in speaking the anals. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a fa- in Fayetteville, Arkansas, the beyond meat chief of operations officer, Doug Ramsey has been accused of a road rage, road rage attack outside of Saturday's game between the Razorbacks and the, and the Missouri state bears. Did you hear about this? I did. It's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. This beyond meat executive, was accused of biting a man's nose. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> obviously eats meat. <laughs> like, what? Flesh? That's got to be... That's not beyond meat. Isn't that fucking crazy? A grown man bit another grown man's nose. So... He should be jailed. An officer determined that Ranzi had gotten out of his SUV and, quote, punched through the back windshield Holy of shit. another car. That's that vegan strength. <laughs> the driver of the other vehicle said he emerged from his car and Ramsey pulled him in close and started punching his body and also bit my nose, ripping the flesh off oh the my tip. God. What? 
This guy is jail. Uh, jail. Uh, <laughs> this guy is not safe. Uh, what the fuck do they have pumping in that Beyond Chicken? That, that man and a witness also reported hearing Ramsey threaten to kill a man. This is what happens when you get a lot of GMOs in you, right? <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> we are hey. still waiting, but apparently Beyond, Be- uh, Beyond Meat has yet to respond to mm. this. Uh, and my last one. There's a lot at stake with that one. A new world record. I actually have a couple of world records, but I trimmed it down to this one because this is one that I know will make you happy. <sighs> An Englishman broke the Guinness Book of World Record by having a drink at 67 different pubs in a 24-hour period. Wow. Nathan Crimp, 22 Oh, shit. Yeah. Took on this record after uh, after he had heard over a year uh, the record was set by Gareth Murphy in Cardiff, Wales. He did 56 in 10 hours. Yeah. Uh, Nathan Cripp said, fuck you, and did 67 in 17 hours. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, He said, quote, it was easily the hardest thing I've ever done. I completely underestimated just how hard it was actually going to be. So what is he drinking? So plan, this is still his quote. Plan was to try and keep it sober for the first 25 pubs. Right. But that went out the window 15 pubs in. Right. That's how you always are when you go out. You're like, I can have 20 and then you get to five and you're like, holy fuck. He had to mix it up a little bit and uh, ended up drinking alcohol in one bar and then non-alcoholic in the next. Oh, that's not fair. But that's the world record. But also, um, it's 67. Yeah. That's 33 drinks. No, I'm, I'm less impressed. But this is what the Guinness uh, rules required Crimp, uh, Crimp to have. He had, like, root beer in between. Like, I'm almost... How many alcoholic beverages did he have? It, would you want to take a guess at what the hardest part was? What the, What was the hardest part? Constantly having to go to the toilet, which took up the majority of the time. Mm. <laughs> yeah, break the seal. If he... I, I don't know. The 67 with alco- non-alcoholics in between is a little meh. Well, well again, I wish again. I get it. We so shouldn't be the, promoting alcoholism like that. But the first but. fifteen, he drank. Yeah, and, and then, then went every other. It's not as bad, I guess. I also, guess. also, he paid for a drink at each of these stops. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. He tip at all of them too? Probably not. Bum. That's going to wrap us up here after that door slams in the background. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening to Down the Wire. Uh, We had a great time today. Pretty good episode, I thought. I would like to download it. Oh, would you like to download it too? Yeah, Yeah, that's great. That sounds great. Yes, if you would like to download this. I'm a Carolina Panther fan. Just listen to me talk about Baker Mayfield. Also, uh, Ime Udoka. If you'd like to download us and hear more of that great stuff that you just heard Dave talk about for five seconds aimlessly right there. My name is, uh, 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 what, what? What's his fucking name? You know, it's Joe. a really great time to talk during the plug. It's Joe really great Rogan. Time. It's the best time to talk. It's during the My plug. My name is Pat McAfee. <laughs> I, oh, God. 
maybe you don't want to do it. But if you want to download us, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We're on Podbean, downthewire.podbean.com. Or if you want, you can always check us out on thechairshot.com. Hey, Nia Long, I hear you're single. Peace. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire.